Up next is the Daily Devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson, pastor of Believer's Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting burningdogradio.com and clicking on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Burning Dog Radio. Luke chapter 7. Verse 24 of our text we read, When John's messengers had departed, he began to tell the multitude about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to see? Your reeds shaken by the wind? What did you go out to see? A man clothed in soft clothing? Behold, those who are gorgeously dressed and live delicately, they are in king's courts. What did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and much more than just a prophet. This is he of whom it is written, Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare your way before you. For I tell you, verse 28, Among those who are born of women, there is not a greater prophet than John the baptizer. Yet he is at least in God's kingdom. Yet he who is least in God's kingdom is greater than he. Now, it's clear that John was a man like no other. He did not come from a palace or a life of ease. In fact, he lived a life of austerity and commitment. There was no luxury or ease in John's life. He had sacrificed everything in order to serve the Lord. Ironically, there are people who, in trying to mimic the life of John, are attempting to live as John did back in 30 A.D., Sadly, such an effort is misdirected. We are all called, as we read in 1 Corinthians 7, 20, to, quote, continue on as you were when God called you, end quote. You see, our role model isn't John, it's Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is the one who lived and served in the dynamic in which he was placed. And this is our calling also. Jesus prayed to the Father, quote, I'm not asking you to take them out of the world, Father, but to keep them safe from the evil one, end quote. Now, as modern Christians, we must seek to be relevant and applicable in an ever-changing world. This does not mean we are to water down the word or water down its impact, but we cannot be significant in a needy world by sitting in a warm and comfortable church looking only inward. God's church was designed not as a bastion of safety, but rather as a training and a preparation ground for the spiritual battle that John, he knew so well. Christian, the fight is out there, out in the streets and the byways of cities and country where the lost and the dying are seeking answers. John was a man that was sold out. I mean, no one ever could accuse John of being a reed shaken by the wind. The people, while they may not have understood all the nuances of John in his life, they knew one thing unquestionably, and that was that he knew God, that this man was a prophet. He didn't have to have a diploma or a name plaque on the door to prove it. He had his life manifest. He had the fruit to prove it. John was not only a prophet, but was himself a fulfillment of prophecy. If we look back in Malachi chapter 3, verse 1, we read a prediction there about the arrival of the herald that would speak of the coming Messiah. It is also a profound and 
eternal message, actually, that is the call we are now to take upon ourselves, because we too are to, quote, go out into the wilderness of the world and proclaim the coming, albeit the second coming, of the Savior of men, end quote. Now, if John is the greatest prophet born of women, how is it that this passage tells us that we then can be even greater? Well, because we are living in the kingdom, while John, he was only able to proclaim its soon arrival. John was the last of the Old Testament prophets. He never lived to see the kingdom coming to its own. We, however, have the privilege of not only knowing the revelations, but to have seen and experienced many of them come to pass. Verse 29 of our text. We read, When all the people and the tax collectors heard this, they declared God to be just, having been baptized in baptism. But the Pharisees, the believers, rejected the concept of God, not being baptized by him themselves. Yes, it seems some things never change. Here we have the common people accepting what John was saying. I mean, they saw the evidence of his testimony. And because of what they witnessed, the people justified God or declared him righteous. They knew God's righteousness because they had been baptized. But it was not the act that transformed them. Rather, it was the humble acknowledgement that they were sinners and that they desired to be free from the power of sin. It was the heart behind the baptism that made the change. The religious elite, well, they refused to acknowledge that. And like those of us in the same state, they were lost for eternity. Verse 31, we read, To what then should I compare the people of this What are they like? They're like children who sit in the marketplace and call to one another, saying, We piped to you, and you didn't dance. We mourned, and you didn't weep. For John the baptizer came neither eating bread nor drinking wine, and you say he has a demon. Well, the Son of Man has come eating and drinking, and you say, Behold, a glutton and a drunk, a friend of tax collectors and sinners. Wisdom is justified by all of her children. Those who are looking for a flaw are sure to find it. After all, the proud are compelled to seek a reason not to acquiesce. Jesus rightfully likened them to children always wanting something new, always wanting things their own way, and they're never satisfied. And again, men have not changed. Some people can never be satisfied. They're going to always be critical and always be condemning. Like children, they too always have an excuse. They rarely think of anyone other than themselves. The easy way out for them is to attack others. They criticized John because he didn't eat what they ate, because he didn't drink wine. And then they turned around and condemned Jesus because he did. It's funny, but the Lord's servants today are under the same fire. Church flocks condemn a pastor for being too uptight, legalistic, or too traditional. And so they get rid of him, and then they get another one, and then they criticize that one for being too spontaneous, and too upbeat, and too modern. It plays out over and over again. I mean, certainly there are different players and different complaints, but the scene is the same. Wisdom is justified by her children. 
Now, however, truth has a way of eventually making its way to the surface, thank God. So given time, those who follow the truth will testify of the truth. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.